0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. I'm Eldon, and Lowell is with me today. Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Eldon. I'm ex-
1: exhilarated. Exhilarated to be here. That's with fascinating. You. Yes.
0: Um, if you could just move your little mic down just about that much. This mic? Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, if you breathe through your nose, you hear it. <sighs> That's better. All right. Well, if you want,
1: I could just hold my breath through the whole podcast.
0: <laughs> no, that would get, uh, you wouldn't get a lot of words in. So today is May would the 8th. I hope
1: it would be a short podcast it if we would did be, that. Yeah. And you'd have to do most of the talking. Yeah.
0: So today is May the 8th, 2023. Right. And uh, it's been, I don't know, a month and a half, two months since we did a episode. So thought we'd just... Catch people up to date on what's going on here at the farm. Get together and chat. Yeah, like have a conversation. I thought I could catch you farms. up on what's happening on the farm. Okay, let's let's hear it. So what's going on at Yoder's Farm these well, days? Well, you have
1: to ask me questions because I can't just talk blindly. Okay,
0: well, we'll do the standard thing where we kind of go through the different items. <laughs> um, <laughs> how's the corn maze looking? Great. That was quick.
1: Yeah. Check.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Well, you planted the west edge of it the other day. Yeah. Planted with some beans. Another crop, so I guess you defined the west edge. Yeah, as long as it all comes up. Soybeans, to be exact. That's correct. Not green beans.
0: Yeah. So we've been doing some field work lately. We got. And... you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Which field work? Well, like... The row crops. The row crops. That's I the call them row crops. Scientific term. You know why I call them row crops? Yeah. What a dumb podcast. <laughs> because we plant them in rows. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah. You mean like yeah, right. so corn and soybeans, which yeah. we harvest for grain. Correct. Yeah. So we planted our corn a couple weeks ago, which was timely, pretty much, and. Then we had a, man, I'm just not in a good frame of mind for this right <laughs> now. <laughs> we had a cold snap, Uh hit some frosty weather, so forth, kind of late part of April. Mm-hmm. So we actually held off planting our soybeans, which hopefully will prove to be smart. And so, yeah, we, uh, we just, then last week, I guess we rolled on the soybeans and Punch them in, thanks to...
0: Pretty um, much everything is in now then, right? The row crops. Row crops. Yes. Excuse me for not being more specific. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a... We're pretty small in the grand scheme of things. Right. I mean, a lot of people do many acres. We yeah, have it's some, but it's a piece of what we do here on the farm. Exactly. A piece of our differ- one more, diversification.
0: One more thing to add into all of the chaos right. this time of year but now that's done it's a matter of waiting till fall for them more or less hoping it rains yeah
1: yeah so the the corn maze as you mentioned uh we had planted a cover cover crop on that rye uh actually we spun it on uh with our fertilizer application in the fall yeah and so (laughs) that's a pretty good stand for that stand for just being spun on from a truck Mm -hmm. it's a yeah an ideal cover so we let it i mean actually had headed out so it was several feet three probably three to four feet tall yeah so yeah hand motions on a on a podcast that people can't see yeah so that's, it's uh, terminated now, the cover crop. So we'll let that- It's kind get, of mellowing down. die down yeah. and be a nice thatch. And hopefully here in about month and a half, we'll plant the corn into that.
0: For the corn maze, yeah. yeah so
1: hopefully it'll give us a nice uh, seed bed and then a nice kind of a thatch on the top to help us conserve as much moisture as possible. Yeah. Though we're all hoping we get a lot of rain this summer.
0: After strawberry season. After strawberry season. A couple of showers between now and then, and then. Yeah, so I mean, it's reason. the,
1: it's when the rain comes and just sits on you for days and days yeah. with those big lows, low pressure systems that get stuck from the Omega blocks up in the Northeast and they sit here and spin and spin and they can't get out to the coast. That's when it's a problem for strawberries. Yeah. Seems like if the rain just kind of moves through and like we had, what, uh, I guess at some point we want to transition into strawberries, but so about two weekends ago, it was right after, no, it was the week after we opened so let's had, go ahead and just
0: talk about strawberries. And we was, had
1: like two inches of rain yeah, one night.
0: Yeah.
1: And part of a little bit the next day, right? We were picked up pretty good. But that Friday all was. We of runs together. We were remember? closed that Friday. Yeah, for
0: rain. Yeah, even
1: though it didn't really rain then. It that mostly Friday, rained
0: the night before. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like in a 12 hour period. Yeah. And then we were open that Saturday after two inches of rain. Of course, there was. Some mud places. Right. But um yeah, so the berries were in actually in decent shape. Yeah. So is what I was saying. is what kills you with strawberries is more when the rain just
0: sits around sits on yeah. there.
1: Or as it did in twenty eighteen, we had like ten inches one week. That was a bad week. Sure. I'm still struggling I to trust get over your, that
0: one. I trust your memory recall but more than mine.
1: It was about the first or second week of May.
0: Yeah. And it actually, that uh, almost does ring a bell just as yeah, far as how depressed you were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. So we're, what, about three week and just starting our third week of Pick Your Moon season?
1: Saturday. So we open on a Friday. Open on April, like the 21st, I think.
0: Somewhere like in there. Which is almost yeah. as
1: early as we've ever opened.
0: It's like the 17th or something was as early as we've ever opened. Right. right?
1: In 2012. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this was early. And yeah, so we're recording this on May the 8th, you said. So we we're entering our, in our third week. Yeah. Yeah. a few
0: days. I sent out the email this morning. That's the midweek email. The, the midseason email. Oh, what did I say, midweek. And uh, I noticed that last year when I sent it was a week from now. So, really? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're definitely a little bit ahead. I was actually surprised um, that it came on as quickly as it did. Yeah. I shouldn't have been so surprised, I guess, because everything's been a little bit early, but with. It felt like, okay, so normally you figure a month from bloom to berry. Yeah. But then often on the front end, your first ones, you know, I would almost figure more like 40 days. Okay. Because you're usually cooler cooler temperatures on the front end. Well, we had, during the first part of April... And maybe even the very end of March, we had some very warm weather, like
0: yeah, there was a
1: upper seventies, maybe even brush into the 80s, low eighties, yeah. and I think that really kind of the crop was a little bit advanced anyway, and then it it kind of pushed it hmm. is my theory, and then it's been kind of weird because it then the last half of April, the first part of May here, has been cooler than normal. And so, it, yeah. I mean, we had a frost event, at least a borderline frost event after we opened on like the 20, what, it, was, it was a few days after we opened, so like the 24th. Something like 25th. that, yeah. It's
0: like the Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. or so Which is we
1: pretty unusual for us. I mean, I think one other time we've covered uh pulled road covers after we've opened. Yeah. In twenty twenty. 2020, that was okay. 2020. <laughs> Mothers Day weekend. Uh huh. so yeah, that was unusual. That must have been a late year. I mean a later Yeah, I don't opening year. I don't know what time we opened. Probably around the first of May or yeah. a few days in the So this
0: May. year we kind of there was that little bump in warmth. that kind of pushed things along a little bit. And then it cooled again. Yeah. But that early warmth is kind of what made made us open early, maybe.
1: Right, it kind of pushed a first wave of berries. And, yeah. and we've had, you know, berries along, but it's not been overwhelming. Like, um, some days we've run short. We try to rotate our fields. Yeah. So we pick some one day and rest the other one for the following day. And sometimes it's been difficult to not let people pick the reserved stuff for the following day
0: well it's just kind of hard to to uh like like you'd about have to have somebody out there policing it
1: yeah Um, which i mean we kind of do but we're not quite as tight as uh, some farms yeah and yeah so then the yeah so the cooler weather kind of slowed ripening down then even once we were opening so for example, last Thursday, we were closed all day right. to ripen. Yeah. And then Saturday, we basically got picked out halfway through the day, yeah. which was very common across the strawberry uh, universe.
0: Yeah. yeah, universe.
1: Cause yeah, I saw a farm Charlotte, south of Charlotte, uh, was picked out, some stuff in Virginia Beach, Another farm close by here, so yeah. Yeah. Seemed to be a common theme. Yeah. But then it warmed up over the weekend, so we ripened, quickly ripened a bunch of berries back up, and I expect this week will be...
0: Today is Monday, and there was pretty good picking. a small horde in the field. There was moment. a large hoard. Okay. I only saw it when it was small. Seriously? Yeah. You didn't see the I mean, I knew one? it was busy.
1: Gracious.
0: It but... Was busy. Uh, yeah i didn't i was busy trying to get other work done yeah so oh, that's fine i mean it was just for a
1: while there it was crazy but yes yeah, thinned out quite a bit
0: yeah very good so that kind of catch up on strawberries you want to talk about pretty much well i think we
1: had um really spoke doom and gloom about berries so i'm yeah, on here we did and I've been actually pleasantly surprised. I don't know what all to attribute that to, but it's uh some of the crop actually looks much better than I had feared it might be. So, we're thankful for that. Yeah. And I think I, th- I don't know if it's going to be like the world's greatest strawberry year for right. us, but I don't think it's going to be the worst year either.
0: Yeah, which we at, one, At point, one point, we, we were like, were afraid man. it was going to be the worst year in ten years." Yeah, like we were wondering if we should even open, almost. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's <laughs> been quite crazy. And then, well, the other um, benefit, I guess, that with the cooler weather, I really do think it's going to. The plants haven't went vegetative yet, so they're not done.
0: Okay, and right. And
1: they're shooting runner. I mean, uh, shooting blooms. Blooms. Yeah. Not shooting runners. <laughs> runner's a sign of veget being vegetative.
0: So it's um, kind of like the end of the season. You start seeing. Runners. It's
1: the end of its cycle, basically, right. and it's thinking about
0: the next generation,
1: yeah. not the strawberry. So yeah, I would anticipate rolling right into June, a ways, probably.
0: About, like, normal, yeah. even though we started yeah. early. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, for all our moaning and complaining, it actually might turn out to be a pretty good year. Yeah. For which so we're grateful. We are grateful. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, I, I like to think that some of it we try to, you know, manage things as best we can. Right. But some of it's out of our control as well. Yeah. I have been trying to be very intentional about fertilizing and, you know, just doing everything we can in our power to keep them going. And uh, then the rest you leave up to God and whatever the weather gives you and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I was going to mention, too, there was, a, like, a terrible hailstorm.
0: Oh, right, not, man. Uh, not I forgot about away. that. Yeah. That was, like, the weekend after we opened? Or no, it was before we opened. Was it right before we opened? I think it
1: was a couple of weeks before we opened. Yeah,
0: it was, like, a week before, yeah. I think. It was a Thursday night. It was a Thursday night.
1: So that was, what, five miles away. There was really bad hail. And then uh, someone was just in the greenhouse today, and I mentioned that. We were thankful about the hailstorm. And they said, Really? You ought to get it here? It's like down here at my shop on twenty nine, it was yeah, like it was huge hail. Huh. So
0: Yeah, like that could have been a Almost crop a season under kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Like that'll seriously get you. Yeah. Huh.
1: So yeah, lots of uh I guess I would say we're pretty optimistic about how things are going. People I guess people seem really happy. Yeah. With the strawberry crop, the flavor's been, like,
0: spectacular spectacular yeah.
1: this year. So, yeah. especially in Ruby June, um, we grow several varieties, Chandler, Ruby June, and some Albions. So, this is seems to be our last year on Albions, just because kinda, you can't get them yeah. other places, so yeah but the Ruby June in particular, goodness gracious, they've been amazing, yeah, like even I mean, I would say that like <laughs> yeah, I eat a few berries here and there, yeah, so yeah, overall, I guess we'll do it again, but we're quickly pivoting towards trying to figure out what we wanna do next year, and uh all that stuff, like plant numbers and yeah acres right. And it's like a, you gotta stay on top of the like get stuff flowing for the, the following right. year. You I have
0: to put orders in pretty well, soon. Every
1: year they send the stuff earlier and earlier. Yeah. Seems like like I've already gotten two flyers from plant suppliers. Of course, everything's up. Right, big time again, again. Yeah, so Man. Which is why we have to keep ratcheting up on our prices. So
0: yeah, it's it's amazing how many. Uh, Inputs there are before you end up with a red strawberry. Um, sometimes it, you wonder if, if customers think about. Well, I'm sure they don't, because I don't think about it with other things. But yeah. anyway, uh, did
1: you want to talk about the about volume pricing and the challenges of volume pricing? No. Okay. Not really. It just seems <laughs> like I've seen more and more people like today leaving with buckets like that take two hands to hold. Yeah. I just wonder if we should mention something about that. I just don't think it's really fair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: To us. Yeah, I wonder if that would be something we should have our staff talk to them about as they come in.
1: Well, I wonder if there should be like a sample bucket filled that they can see or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or do we post about it sometime?
0: I don't know. Well, a nice or do you just at... go up on your price a little more?
1: <laughs> and I don't know, it's just... I
0: mean, yeah. We
1: like volume pricing, selling buckets before they go to the field. People are done, they don't have to check back out. It
0: but really simplifies things as long as you have berries for them to pick. <laughs> but it just
1: feels like maybe people don't value the berries quite as much or like I see yeah. They're scattered along the lane or whatever. Okay. and
0: Well, I think that's generally because they fill them too full And Well, I think that's
1: part of it. They walk back to the car. And they haven't. Maybe in their mind they think that, like, if they're extra or they haven't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know.
0: I mean, it doesn't. It's all kinds of psychology probably <laughs> going on. Anyway.
1: People, gotta love
0: them. <laughs> yep, gotta love them. Wouldn't work without them. What That's we true. do. That's true. Um, that pretty much wrap up strawberries. Anything more for you now? Want? We can yeah. discuss it more. I later. thought maybe this would be a good time to interject this question that we got on our podcast. We got a question. Yeah, from a listener, Justin Clark. He from a loyal listener. He sent a question. From our only loyal listener. Well, yeah, one of two maybe. <laughs> I think he'd sent a question earlier that we had talked about like a couple of years ago, but uh, he sent us a question that uh, I was going to run past you and run past me and let you uh, answer it. So he <clears throat> said, uh, "Podcast question for you: as, a stro- as the strawberry season is kicking off." and we come out of a cold March that had us pulling row covers constantly. Please rank your favorite on-farm activities from favorite to least favorite. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good. Pruning and suckering a full house of tomatoes, Mm. pulling row covers on and off every morning and evening for Mm. seven Mm. consecutive days building a one-mile stretch of five-strand barbed wire fence, Mm. giving yourself a mild second-degree burn while (laughs) cooking breakfast on the way to pulling row covers. (laughs) Uh, uh, That's good. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm not sure there's not a lot of good options in there to start with your favorites. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say most of those are down the list of ways. Yeah. Well, Let's see, but yeah, burns can linger. True. Kind of cause problems throughout your day.
0: They affect everything else. I
1: hate it when they're, you know, like at a place that bumps everything else or something like that. So on your finger, so it's kind of like a bee sting. Yeah. I'd much rather get stung on my arms or anywhere else. But if you get it like on on the wrong finger, like I don't use gloves generally to work my hides, and it's usually fine unless uh, basically if I grab a frame and pinch put, one, pinch one, that's when they get you, and then it can be very annoying when mm-hmm. it's like your one of your fingers that you use a lot. Yeah. Okay, so it's pruning tomatoes, pulling row covers for seven consecutive days. <laughs> And the burn and what was the other building, one? Fence. No, building yeah. fence. So I haven't built just a lot of fence. I've helped some, but uh
0: You'd probably do that just for the experience. Five the miles of fence. Oh, that's right. It was a lot of fence. That's a lot of fence. Yeah. Man, that sounds like a No, job. it's a one mile stretch oh, one of mile. five
1: streams. Uh, so basically five miles of fence. <laughs> yeah. I wonder does that mean wonder what the post situation is. If he's putting posts in as well.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming or we can he, make assumptions along the way if, if we need to. <laughs> you know, I've
1: seen some barbed wire fences just tacked to trees, but I doubt that's what he had in mind. Yeah. I kind of, I actually don't mind um, suckering tomatoes, which is kind of odd, maybe, but.
0: For sure. I
1: mean. It's not like maybe a joyful task, but yeah. I generally just I do a lot of vine work in the greenhouses, especially in the winter time. Right now I'm way behind because I've been busy with strawberries, but I just turn a podcast on in fact like right now that's kinda of where I go to get away from people. Right. i just as soon leave the uh the front uh facing jobs whatever to the public, to other people. And then I just go off and listen to a hunting podcast and prune tomatoes. So I'm going to put that on the top of my list.
0: Sounds good. And
1: and then I'm going to do, um, I'll probably just go on and do, do the burn next because. (laughs) Get it over with. Get it over with. (laughs) At least I'm getting breakfast, you know. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's a good thing. Put something on to take the burn away and drink more coffee and probably get over it. And then, uh, you know, probably the fence and then the row covers, I'm guessing. Because row covers are a pain, no doubt about it.
0: Yeah. Maybe some of that um, is, uh, uh, what do you say, influenced by your recent experiences it with row could covers.
1: Be. Well, of, you're you had a shot there too the one weekend when dad was gone oh
0: yeah that and was like we one had to of, pull him the wrong way
1: that was one of our worst pools that i mean probably that i can remember no
0: i remember some early on like in the middle of the night
1: well they were wet and True. really wet because we had a bunch of rain yeah the there. wind was out of the east we almost always get west wind, so we generally pull them to the west. And then so deploy from get, the west to the east right.
0: with but, the wind.
1: Man, the wind was fighting us. We Our ryegrass was out of control. It Fortunately, we had good attitudes. muddy. So. Yeah, we started with decent attitudes. <laughs> well, I was just happy. Yeah, so we covered everything up, and then, yeah, it got seriously cold that weekend. Yeah, yeah. That was Easter weekend, I think.
0: That, yeah, I think it was. That, um, yeah,
1: that was pretty chilly. Yeah. The only benefit to that cover—so he's he said um, pulling, covering, and uncovering. Yeah. The only benefit to—like, that was a cool snap for about three days— True. And we left them on for three days. I hate covering and uncovering. That's what I hate.
0: Yes, you do. So.
1: Yeah. And road covers, they're great. Like, they do a good job generally. But there's a – people don't talk about the damage they do very much, too. Like, they can do a lot of mechanical damage. We've had a ton of wind this spring.
0: Do you want to kind of uh, explain what mechanical damage means? Well, they just beat and flop on the plants. Yeah, so they, like, mess up leaves and stems. Yeah,
1: unfortunately, most of the time, ours have been covered lately while the plants are actually really pushing up all the plastic. Um, It hasn't been too bad, but last couple years, you can look down the west side of the row, and it's almost, like, some of the plants are just hmm. pounded on that west side.
0: So They're, they look stunted. They look
1: and, yeah. worse than the other side.
0: Interesting.
1: So I don't know. I don't know if maybe we would have them tighter over the plants or they wouldn't give as much. Yeah. Maybe more bags and just kind of stretch them tight. Maybe that would lessen it. we sometimes have some slack in there and I think maybe it tends to give and Hmm. flop more. I've also heard people say that's harder on your road covers. We can't get road covers to last very good either these days. Yeah. And and they're honking expensive.
0: Everything is.
1: Everything is, but especially road covers. Yeah. And then we get these little mini whirlwinds that what are they called dust devils something like that yeah definitely seems to be of the devil for sure (laughs) they whirl and swirl and i don't know it puts i don't know if it has to do with like heat build up under the covers it's often on days like we when we leave them on for three days in a row and some of those days it's usually Your front comes in and then it's high pressure, maybe not a lot of wind, and it's a little indecisive, the wind is. And I don't know if that, if it's something about, you know, a field with some hot, you know, something about the covers and the heating that goes on. And if it causes these micro drafts or something Something.
0: like that. Yeah. I mean, why else would it? i do okay. well we lost a brand new um cover to this what half of one early may or early april
1: yeah march some it's a brand new cover and i never saw it but i saw it hanging in the tree yeah and it literally just must and it went over top of a power line yeah and yeah. went into a tree like 200 yards beyond Fascinating. so it must have spun it up yeah like that in one of those things yeah
0: and then i saw one down here yeah the we day we left several, it covered three days
1: serve after that yeah and they almost did that but we had enough bags it kept everything down. yeah
0: I guess it's a good reminder so, to go heavy with the bags i don't know i guess
1: <laughs> but i've had them rip covers too and do true all yeah
0: all sorts of mess very weird
1: we got us a, a bag sewer that we've repaired some that was through the recommendation of someone else.
0: A bag sewer. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right, right. You're. It's like. You're repairing um, the. Um, to repair
1: rips and road, road covers. covers. I thought you were They're repairing not your cheap. gravel
0: bags with them. Right.
1: Yeah. They're not cheap, but neither are row covers. So if you can, right. if the row cover itself's in good shape and you can repair a rip or keep a seam from. Ripping, Getting worse. Yeah, yeah does good stuff. Yeah.
0: Very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, let's see. Should we talk about tomatoes a little bit? You said you... Yeah, this is getting pretty long. You have a lot of vine work you should be doing.
1: Yeah, so it's always kind of the thing with tomatoes. This time of the year, you know, you're juggling all the outside stuff. And
0: at actually, some point,
1: we're actually picking in all three greenhouses. But we're going to start start stopping <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> the yeah. the
1: picking. I mean, so you know at some point you just pick what you have and you kind of forget the vine work you but you gotta at least be able to walk around the greenhouses and not let it turn into a jungle so but yeah production's been very good and but some of them have some of the tomatoes have been around for quite a while so they're starting to get pretty long Uh, The vines, they're indeterminate, so the longer you push that out from the pot in which it is rooted, the worse fertilizer uptake is, it seems like, and then sometimes your fruit quality can suffer too, Hmm. and often it coincides with the weather warming up, and so that can also cause some fruit issues as well. So yeah, we're picking the three houses, and
0: I um, didn't realize you're still picking in the first one.
1: Yeah, still, still giving a few. Mainly Ma- 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 big Dinas in that house. Okay.
0: Which eh, it's in a it's a
1: decent tomato. Yeah, um, I'm not a tomato
0: connoisseur. Thirty,
1: huh? it's done. It's done pretty well for us. Yeah, the terreros are in the middle house. They're plugging along, kind of doing what they always do. terraro They're a little more growthy than I like. I think I've complained about them before. <laughs> and then the uh, big house, the the grafted BHN 589s are doing, they're doing very well. We're really pleasantly surprised with the grafted ones. They're really big. Yeah, they're getting a little bit more normal size okay. now. So, so
0: maybe those early ones Easier to pack right. yeah. in,
1: into boxes, but really pretty tomato, and they're loaded up and doing very well. And the beauty of those is is I have not leaned and lowered them once. Really? So huh. Very little vine work. Because there Sounds... would have been... No so, no way I could have kept up with that house. Sounds to me house. like we
0: need to do three houses <laughs> next year.
1: Well, I think they definitely have their place. Yeah. Like, I think it fits very nicely in that in the spring house. Yeah. I'm not sure how they would do through the winter.
0: Would there be any other, I mean, I'm sure there's a bajillion varieties of tomatoes. Would there be something else that would have the same, similar qualities as far as vines? Um
1: well, the BHN-589 is a determinate tomato.
0: Okay. A bush
1: kind of tomato. Okay. But I think uh, putting it on this graft makes it a little less that way.
0: So will we'll need still needs some a lot of pruning. Leaning but, and lowering at some point or not necessarily?
1: Yeah, potentially. I mean, but not as much as like a terrero. I don't think... Yeah. I think I would have had to lean and lower it already. Hmm. some but I mean these could maybe use it here at some point yeah if we decide to well it's only what may the whatever so yeah
0: well I think that's about all that I know to talk about anything else that I should uh bring up before we close and you answer your wife's phone call
1: I don't know that she listens to the podcast so I told her I'd call her later. Sounds. So she shouldn't be too offended. Sounds. Uh, no, strange. we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I think...
0: Enough ground for one day. Enough
1: ground for one day. We can always rehash stuff later.
0: But Fair enough. It's
1: been, you know, every year challenging. Every spring is challenging. Um, This year is no
0: different, but... Well, if it wasn't challenging, it wouldn't be any fun. I guess, and uh, everyone would do it, so. It's like those people who say, money doesn't buy happiness. It's like, well, I'd like to give it a whirl sometime. It's like. You like to try without Maybe the it would challenges. be a nice, I'd, I'd like to try a spring without so many challenges. Yeah. Sometime. But We
1: can talk about our sweet corn sometime, too. We Okay. Or, Delving back into that yeah. realm again and all our summer plans for yeah. crops,
0: etc. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds like we have well, things has for next time. It's been 90. a real
1: blessing to be here with you all, and I just well really appreciate It's always this good to catch up. Diet yeah. Dr. Pepper that you gave me. and uh, Well,
0: hopefully it gives you the strength to get up and do what needs to be done. Wish you all the best. Yeah. Well, same to all of us. Yes. Alright, well, if you ever need more information about Yoder's Farm, head over to the website, yodersfarm.com. Thanks for listening if you made it this far, and I uh, hope you have a good rest of your day. We'll be back at some point. Till then, see ya. God bless.